What's up, y'all? So the girls and I are just getting back from a Target run. And while Kariga sets up for the podcast, I got to tell you about what I learned while I was there. So Target is partnering with HBCUs and shout out to the real HU. Y'all know that's Hampton University. (laughs) They're partnering with HBCUs to support the next generation of black talent. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. If you want to see the winners, check back during Black History Month. Well, Black History Month is every month, but specifically February to see the latest designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. Peace, good people. Peace. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good today. How you feeling? I'm feeling present, uh, grateful. Thank you all for tuning to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. <laughs> with Kariga and Felicia. And the listeners who are always so gracious in making space for us. Yes. Thank you so much. On the Black Love Podcast Network. You know that. Hey. At this point, it's like a Black Love Podcast family network. <laughs> yeah, you're just in the family. Yeah. I want to offer an affirmation uh, to get us started. Yeah, for your affirmation. All right, <laughs> can I get with it? Today's affirmation is going to come from page 50. 50. Mm-hmm. I was already there. Wow. That's wild. Get out of my head. You know, it's even like, <laughs> I don't even know if I believe her, but that's the I fu- really I know. Are. I know. I'm messing with you. I'm messing <laughs> with you. 50 reads, I can grow from difficult experiences. Challenges reveal new layers of my gifting. I celebrate my breakthroughs and I acknowledge my growth areas. Hmm. I can grow from difficult experiences. Challenges reveal new layers of my gifting. I celebrate my breakthroughs and acknowledge my growth areas. Ooh. Hmm. Growth area. Wow. What led to that one? Probably to get me here today. (laughs) (laughs) I would think of this one to be what I hope is like a a practice. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the knowings that I choose to rehearse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Difficult experiences, they are reoccurring, right? And no difficult experiences like the prior. But you can use it um, to kind of set some levels on how you can respond mm-hmm. and the grace you afford yourself when you encounter a growth area, mm-hmm. right? like how to get through that space rather than penalizing yourself or ridiculing yourself recognize it as a growth area and work toward you know the challenge so this one yeah it just feel like some uh some good game on the table for today for sure yeah man and (laughs) i'm i'm laughing a little bit right now because i'm looking at this baby monitor (laughs) (laughs) and this little this little little one but she's not bow wow it's turning over. Yeah. Yep. No, we are turned over and now we are sitting up. And but she's... difficult experiences. Okay. They reveal new layers of your gifting. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I'd like to see us <laughs> operating our gifting through this one. You want to try it? Yeah, go grab the little one. I was going to say, because, she, yeah, she's sitting up. <laughs> Kamali is so cool. She is. She really is. She's standing on everything. So everything is standing support now. Things that aren't supposed to be. She now uses her tummy time. She has a, the tummy time has like an arc on top of it with things that she could, you know, touch and engage with. Well, now when she rolls off her tummy time mat, she grabs the arcs and then she stands up. So it's the opposite of tummy time. She's like, nah. So we went to go grab the little one. Yeah. But she's not Bow Wow, remember. <laughs> and her mother forever says this. I can't help it. I say it all the time now. But I also like the, let me just say this. I like the way this feels, you feel. Mm -hmm. The way we're able to do this together. Mm -hmm. Big ups. Mm. Shout out to you. Thank you, babe. Yeah, so that affirmation really kind of sets the tone for the week, right? That yeah. we That we live through. Yeah. Because... Yeah. There were challenges for sure in approaching that time. Mm. Yeah, so we just celebrated Kamayu's second birthday. Mm. And I'm going to just take a deep breath on that. Because it's like you know it's coming, right? Like I know it's coming. Just as time knows to move on since the beginning. The seasons are changing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we came into September and I feel like I try to keep myself busy a little bit. Mm. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do for her birthday. And I also, I realize now maybe I just was not looking forward to that. Mm. And uh, I think maybe it has to do with me realizing that, oh, it's been two years. It's not just her second birthday. It's been two years since she came here, right? Mm -hmm. And those days leading up to that day, I have vivid memories of them. Mm -hmm. And when I think of them, I think of who I was before my veil was lifted. And I think sometimes in the middle of my grief, I really just wish I could still be that person. But I have to go rehearse the knowings and I might just be jumping a little bit, but I, I want to say this. I have to revisit the knowings to remind myself that I actually am who I want to be now because I have Kamayu because she came and I'd rather be Kamayu's mother like this than to never have been her mother at all. Right. I Another knowing is I am who I was before and more. <laughs> I am who I was before and more. Yeah. Ooh. The work. <laughs> Growing from difficult experiences. You dig what I'm saying, but I like I like what it refers me back to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't uh, take me to a place to break me down. It takes me to the place of the knowings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And while I'm there, I can remember other knowings I may need for the road ahead. Mm -hmm. It's right it's like you have a chance to pack your bag so mm -hmm. you carry as much things as you need and release as many things as you don't need. Mm -hmm. Make room for what you need, right? And mm -hmm. it's the love we make room for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think this second birthday, I can now celebrate that it was my 
second encounter with the knowing yeah. and having to go inward to get through that place. Mm-hmm. But I, I now also know because I've had a second repetition that what makes our experience unique is that her birthday is also the day that she transitioned and what our bodies will remember leading up to her birthday are the days that she was alive with us. Yes. And then it <sighs> enters the celebration that's complicated and you're trying to celebrate her birthday, but it's something different. Mm. And I didn't know how to express that in round one. Mm-hmm. And approaching round two was so much different than approaching round one. And I remembered how disjointed it felt. And I was like, what could this mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why mm-hmm. do I feel this disjointed? Mm-hmm. And now what I'm realizing is I have an encounter with, no, now I know that the days leading up to her birthday will feel this warmth, longingness to be that close again. Yeah. It's the days leading up to her birthday. Yeah. So then we have a birthday, but then it's also the day she transitions and our celebration is complicated for that reason. But now I know. Yeah. And I want to be transparent uh, because like I said, we're here for reference. I tried to document how I was feeling leading up to her birthday. And I had a challenge with that. I couldn't find my words. And I got very frustrated around that. Because I want to be able to have words for my baby that's no longer here. And it was very, very difficult because I had to realize, like, even though I've done this before, celebrating her first birthday, the second birthday is not the first. It's an entirely different experience. And even the days leading up to it, Though there are memories of those days, that too is an entirely different experience. So I'm allowed different emotions and different feelings. But because, like I said, I felt like I did this already. I wrestled with the truth about what it was that I was feeling. And it required Kariga and I to go on a walk. And it was a walk I actually didn't want to go on. (laughs) But he was like, no, we're going to take this family, family walk around the lake. So. We're there, we're walking around the lake. And towards the end of the walk, Kariga asked me how I'm feeling. Right at the end of it, I shrugged my shoulders and I looked at him like, I don't know how I'm feeling. It's been two years, right? Two years have gone past. Two years where it feels like I'm further away from the day that I met her for the first time, the moments that I had with her right? The live moments that we talk about. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling like, man, how do we celebrate this? I just feel like I'm just two years further away. Mm. Like it's taking me away from her, but I have to remember, no, the time is the indicator for me of the love that I have for her because it continues to grow in capacity each day. Absolutely. It matures. It matures. But that was difficult for me to remember in the days leading up when I'm looking at all memories. So if we come here for reference, I want to name this one Grace, right? Yeah. So it took grace for you to learn that the second birthday was not the first birthday, right? Yeah. It took grace for you to learn that, oh, I don't have the words because the feelings are happening so rapidly. Mm -hmm. I can't process them yet. 
as soon as I'm in this one feeling, here comes another. They're different Mm -hmm. because of your labor, because of what your body was going through the day before she enters this world. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't quite compute into this. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's how it feels. I can articulate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you ran into frustration because you couldn't articulate it. Mm -hmm. But now we know, oh, this space might not actually be for words at the moment. Mm. I must give myself room to feel. So if we're coming here for reference in this way, for a family who is now only at approaching the first birthday mm-hmm. and no idea in the world what that's going to be like, and knowing, and now we know the second birthday is different than the first birthday, mm-hmm. it's like, wow. Yeah. I'm so glad we were able to come here and leave that pin mark. Yeah. That if you can't find the words, it's because there's so many feelings happening. They're mm-hmm. changing each day. Yes. Because labor is different from day to day. And I, I I, was responding to a mother who had reached out to me. And we had made a decision to maintain contact with each other in our journey. And it was because we know and understand that it is changing and ongoing. It's not something that just happened and then that's what, that's it, that happened. Yeah. Right? You are experiencing what has happened to you differently each day. Yes. And each day is an opportunity to rehearse the knowings, but there will be new ones. So granting yourself grace in those times. I just wanted to share that, that part of coming into understanding that for someone else. I love that you shared that. Thank you. I'm so glad you took that turn. Mm. I think it's rich here. I think that the application of affirmation is such, it's like a, such a good critical teaching moment mm-hmm. because we weren't in control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I find that the affirmations are particularly helpful to remember when you don't feel like you have control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's particularly those moments that you forget what you need due to the challenge right mm-hmm. it's like we give the example all the time when you're working on a project you may forget to eat yep if one could forget to eat because of a goal they're oriented or focused on imagine the things we forget to do when we're challenged mm. right when we're challenged by emotions that we can't articulate there's a lot of things i can forget in that moment yeah so i find that it's really important to rehearse the knowings mm-hmm. in that space we always talk about that rehearse the knowings it's real. <laughs> and if anybody has, you know, experienced life across different demands, different emotions, man, you could forget a whole lot of things, which is why people finally look up at the calendar and say, oh, I need a vacation. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. They aren't. I mean, some people can afford to book them quarterly on a schedule or however they want to vacate, you know, take their vacation. But many folks have to look up and realize they need one. Right. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, if it takes that time to compute and make the decision, then we should give ourselves that grace in the day to day. It's not necessarily a physical vacation we need, we may need, mm-hmm. but sometimes we have to change the setting, the pace, the feeling, the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kamali is so funny. This, I think, learning how to have a conversation like this with her present in this way mm-hmm. is also a challenge. Name that. I just want to name it. Because <laughs> it's like I'm listening and I'm being as attentive as I can be, 
but I'm also I'm I'm sitting here as her mother and I'm looking like okay what how can I help how can I you know be of service to her I didn't pass her every flash card that was on the table <laughs> she's dropped every single one and let me just say this too that maybe sometimes some of the references lost in this part mm. if a parent who has experienced loss is now also experiencing parenting differently to a child that is here you may not have time to say a lot of this stuff so i'm grateful right. that we even have a chance to come together and say it even if we have our you know executive producer here kamali <laughs> well thank you sorry this birthday was certainly different for a lot of reasons one of the main ones was kamali was here <laughs> absolutely and i want to talk about what it looked like for us this year in prepping. We weren't exactly sure, like I said, like how we would do it. But one thing that I knew I wanted was to be intentional in some, in some way in the home. So we ran to Target. <laughs> we really did. We ran to Target. And we grabbed two balloons not two like one two balloons like the number two two of those <laughs> and um we grabbed our cards and we came home and i did i realized i did something that my mom has been doing for me my entire life which is set the table around my day ah oh, that's what that was yeah i didn't even realize until I saw what my mom had did at home mm -hmm. that I was doing what she's been doing for me. So I decided to set the table table for, for Kamayu and it was rose gold. We did a rose gold thing. Korea brought her some flowers. Yes, but we have to go back. I'm what? sorry. We went to Target for a candle. We did? Okay? Yeah, That's we did. That's what we went for. We went for the candle. That's right. And as you can hear, who can go to Target and just get what they need? No, no one. Uh -uh. So she grabs other things. Yeah, and Kamali got two outfits. See what I'm saying? Yeah, we got but ready for the day. It was beautiful. We set the table the night before mm -hmm. and realized. We didn't have a cake. Mm -hmm. So my mom, she usually bakes a cake every year for our birthday. Everybody gets a cake for their birthday. You know my mommy getting a cake, okay? And Kamayu's cake is a chocolate cake because I believe that Kamayu loved chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. So my mom, she said she was going to come, but that she was going to do a turnaround trip back to SAC. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. We'll just, we'll just come see you this weekend and we'll pick up the cake. So I didn't have a cake here. And I started looking for a fruit basket cake in the Bay Area. But everywhere was closed. Everywhere was closed. So we would have to get up the day of her birthday mm -hmm. to go look about a cake of choice, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. except while Felicia and Kamali lay asleep, I get a text message from our dear friend Angel <laughs> in DC. Mm -hmm. Says, "Bro, I need you to be up on the lookout. There's a delivery coming to the door." Well, by the time I even got the text, the delivery was at the door. <laughs> and what was it? Well, by the time I woke up, there was a whole cake here, y'all. Whole <laughs> birthday cake for Kamayu. And it was a six-inch layered sprinkle cake. Yes. <laughs> and it was so thoughtful when my homegirl sent that. And what else did it was at the door? Man, we had flowers. Oh, yeah. 
Plenty of flowers. Flowers from my dad, flowers from your brother and Tia, flowers from Jay West. Kariga mm-hmm. bought Kamayu some flowers. And so it really started to embellish this table that I had set for her. So I brought down her box with her footprints and her little baby beanie. And what else did I bring? <laughs> Come on. Molly's moving my mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we brought we we brought um our trophies on the table. For when the waters get deep and the mm-hmm. Emmy for Dear Beloved and the ways that Kamayu has showed up um, across film for us and storytelling and the ways that we've been able to honor her. And it was just absolutely beautiful just to sit here to look at everything on the table um, and all the ways that she showed up and then in the ways that people continue to show up for us. Absolutely. When you talk about the flowers, it just makes me think about how much color Kamayu has added to our life Mm -hmm. because of the grief we were gifted with a lot of flowers to celebrate her life and we love the color that it added to the kitchen so that is the choice for me to go to the farmer's market every week and buy fresh flowers Mm -hmm. it's the love Mm -hmm. uh, not the sadness Mm -hmm. that grief has brought me to and it's added so much color to the home so Kamayu you're amazing for that also so when Felicia talks about this cake, I I call this space the miracles and wonders that I had been looking for because approaching her birthday was so hard. I did what I normally do when I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I ask God to lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Mm-hmm. And I ask God to show up in the form of miracles and wonders across time to let me know her love is near. Mm-hmm. And the cake was certainly one of those reminders. The OGs on the walk were certainly yeah, some of those right. reminders. When I woke up, y'all weren't even here. No. So I had to meet you guys at the lake. And that's when Kariga started sharing with me about all the miracles and wonders. Yes. So tell us, tell us what happened. Well, it was a hard day emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I needed to walk a little longer than I normally do. And because I walk a little longer than I normally do, I felt myself uh, being able to cry and let tears fall. And I didn't have to talk about them. I just let them fall because I knew where they were. Mm-hmm. But because I'm walking longer, I run into an OG around the lake and the OG is like, this is the, I'm telling y'all the truth. Ain't you that youngster from Black Love? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ain't never been called that by OG. That was real cool. <laughs> and I now I said, you know, yes. Uh, and we talked and he told me that he imagines he and his wife has been married longer than we've been alive. But he was able to still learn something from our episode. And how much that touched him. And he told me to just keep on loving. Mm. And then I introduced him to Kamali. Because you know he's probably not on social media. Or maybe he is. Maybe he really just like that dude. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't I, know. Might be in either case. I introduced him to Kamali. And I told him that I'm glad he spoke. Because it's Kamali's birthday. And it's challenging to figure out how to do this. Mm. Right. So that happened. And then. Kamali was giving me a little fuss because she was hungry because you reached out and say, where were we? And then another elder came and spoke to me Mm. told me I was doing a good job and he challenged me to do a better job every day. Mm. And he told me what type of essentially I would set the tone for what she would see. And then I told him about how she sets the tone and her sister before her sets the tone. And I told him about our child in heaven And he shared with me he has a son in heaven. Mm. And then we prayed together at the lake. 
What? I didn't all, know that. All is actually happening. Oh, wow. So this was like. Well, morning of her birthday. Yeah. So for me to not know exactly how to get through it and for it to turn into this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful, babe. So beautiful. So those are two of the miracles and wonders. And then there was another one when we decided to walk a little further, right? Remember that car that pulled up on us? The lady that stopped and was like, I follow y'all. See? Y'all yeah. black love. Y'all such an inspiration. <laughs> That's what she said. And just the idea that Kamayu shows up in the world like this. So on the moments where sometimes you might feel furthest from her because the two-year date is approaching, mm. it's a chance to look at like how powerful love is because after two years, here you are still showing up. But why wouldn't you? You're my child, right? <laughs> But it's hard to remember that when my arms don't tell me the same. Man, It reminds me of the time going to D.C. that very first time Mm -hmm. and learning that, right? Having to learn how your child remains present with you is not easy, right? Because you'd much rather have them in your arms. But when you find the ways that they show up for you, it's one of the most beautiful experiences. It's as beautiful as Kamali pulling on my headphones. <laughs> I'm, I, I admire you. I admire how you hold both. How you hold this conversation so dear to your heart around our Kamayu. And you make yourself so readily available for Kamali. And I think it's. Th- I'm glad we, we're, we're talking about this because I know we say we're here for reference, but Karee also reminded me like we're here for reference, but we also here for reference for ourselves. And I remember in the early onset of my grief, when people would share with me about the ways like, oh, she's still with you and all of this, which to me at the time really kind of felt like you're, you're brushing over what it is that I'm currently feeling mm-hmm. so that it can make sense for you. But really what it was is I think it was a general understanding, although one may not have been able to articulate how do you get there mm-hmm. of that that truth. It very much is a truth. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that we're able to document in the ways that it is true when it yeah. doesn't feel true when mm. you're in the in, when you're in the thick of it. Mm. Yeah. When it doesn't feel true. Mm. When you're in the thick of it. That's such a that's such a really clearly articulated space Mm -hmm. but so too is life so much of what we know to be true doesn't feel true at times Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. it it could feel that way in the black experience when we believe beautiful things about ourselves but the world around us is reinforcing something differently and it's really kind of hard to rest in that knowing because you want children to grow You want them to be safe to be able to grow in this world. Mm -hmm. And not everybody's afforded with that opportunity. But I I guess I illustrate that because having the ability to be in the presence of something that feels very uh, untrue or disrupting your truth, but to endure, to watch it sustain, Mm -hmm. that's a type of perseverance. That's a type of endurance. Mm that I also want to name as reference. Mm. Like it takes endurance to know. Mm. It is not with ease. No. It takes endurance to know. It is not with ease because 
you could see things and feel things daily that just make you feel further and further and further away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But insofar as you know, you know that grief is love when you know it, not, not as a theoretical construct, when it has made sense in your heart and your mind. Right. And then you can stick to enduring that because it's challenging, right? When you say grief is love, it's challenging because sometimes you don't you don't remember that it's love as well it can be overwhelming but when you endure you get to arrive and re-arrive as many times as you need to in the knowings Mm -hmm. and that's why i say when i'm there when challenges uh, reveal new layers of my gifting Mm -hmm. when they take me back to that place I try to stock up on as many of the knowings as possible mm. because the road ahead will be challenging. Right. Mm-hmm. So I try to remember to know that difference doesn't mean deficit. Always. I try to remember mm-hmm. that. Right. But also try to remember that how to love and compassion people who are intentionally silenced or overlooked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll just tell you like this. Let me just go ahead and say this for somebody else who maybe feeling it or it's only just me as much experiences as I've had with grief. Sometimes it is hard to find. Oh, that's crazy. When I say intentionally overlooked or silenced, when we see period, when we see people experiencing grief online Mm -hmm. and you may not know what to say right away, man. So you scroll right by it. Okay. It's just me. Okay. Well, I'll (laughs) just go out there and just say it's just me. And it's like, I have no intention on ignoring this person. How do I show up in a way that is true and loving and honest? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember how empty the emojis felt to me, but then I also know how beautiful they can be in times of celebration. Mm-hmm. So here's the challenge that we all face. How do you show up for the grieving folks in your life? And I'm not just talking about the online mechanism. Cause I, I acknowledge that social media is just a, it's a very unique space and it's not, it's not always the real space. Right. But I'm now asking all of us, how do we show up for members of our lives that are grieving, whether they're part of our online community or in person, remembering that you don't have to have the answers is also for reference point today. I like that. You don't have to have the answers when you're showing up for them. And sometimes when you don't know what to say, it's better to serve. Hmm. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a bar. Seriously. So like, yeah, I just want to remind us on how to show up for one another. Mm-hmm. The flowers were beautiful. The kindness, the thoughtfulness was beautiful. The rest of the miracles and wonders, they don't stop. Mm-hmm. They, the gentleman at the park, uh, the shirts from Ken Miller. Wow. That. Yeah. New baby Bailey girl shirts. That's right. Enough for the family. So then when I went to Target and realized that we had balloons, I grabbed a helium tank. And I'm like, oh, we're going to do a balloon release in front of my mama house. Right? And it came together just except like that, that. Yeah, except that I also didn't have anybody to document it because everybody who was there needed to be in the frame. Mm. So at 548, I called somebody asking them if they can be available before the sunset. And the sun was set to set at 640. <laughs> okay so can you meet me here and film this before the sun sets 
That happened. Another miracle and wonder. He was available and willing. Kareem's vehicle appearing. Another miracle and wonder. Right after we said his name. Uh, it doesn't stop. It, do, it they're, they're still unfolding. The miracles and wonders never stop appearing. Being able to come here today and record these understandings revealed more miracles, more wonders. To be able to pinpoint these places in reference and in grief and love is a phenomenon to me. Because these are the places and the stories that get lost in the having to take care of another child, yeah. having to go to work and provide. Yeah. And we lose the roadmap that really connects us and gives us all belonging. Somebody's grief experience may not be yours, but when you hear their grief experience, it could help give you some baseline mm -hmm. for you to know that you're not tripping. You're not crazy. Right. It doesn't give you an answer, but it lets you know that, oh, someone else has been here. Sometimes right. that's all you need. Right. Proof that somebody else is enduring. So it's an absolute blessing to be able to come here and grow through the challenges. <laughs> Fee, I admire you. I admire you. And I am seriously grateful for this community that we formed here on the Black Love Podcast Network. I thank everybody for coming to this episode that... Uh, I hope just appreciates over time mm. how we reflected on our birthday, our baby girl's birthday while parenting. <laughs> I want to name that. Yeah. All right. We made time to rehearse the knowings and they made time here to be here with us. So thank you all so much for tuning to another episode. I want to thank our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver, our producer, Crystal Hill, and you, the listener, yeah. on the Black Love Podcast Network. May we all love more abundantly. Peace. <laughs>